our learning objective is to compute the current yield, the realized compound yield to maturity, the yield to call, and the realized rate of return for a bond. Now, to work through a couple of these calculations, let's use uh, the example I refer to as the ABC bond example. And in this one, let's assume the coupon is $40 per year, the par value is $1,000, the maturity is six years, the bond is callable in three years at a price of $1,040, and the current price is $950. Now, two of the basic rates for a bond are the coupon rate, which is stated in the indenture, it's the annual interest payment divided by the par value. And so in every problem, you're either given the coupon payment or the coupon rate. And another critical uh, yield is what we call the current yield. The current yield is the annual coupon payment divided by the current market price. Think of the current yield as what your rate of return would be if you bought the bond at today's price and the price does not change. So it is one measure of return. It is also a measure of uh, how much current income you are generating relative to what you're paying for the security. So in financial planning, it can be uh, a useful number. When looking at bonds, there are three yields that are important. The coupon rate, the current yield, and the yield to maturity. With our ABC bond, if we were to plot these yields as a function of the price of the bond, you would see the following uh, relationships. First of all, the coupon rate would be flat. That is, regardless of what the price is, the coupon rate is a, is a given number. In our example, it's 4% because the coupon is, rate is the annual coupon payment divided by par. So it's unrelated to price. Now, with the current yield, when the price of the bond is less than par, the current yield will be greater than the coupon rate because you're getting your coupon rate without having to pay the full thousand dollars for the uh, price of the bond. When the bond trades at a premium, that is a price greater than par, then the current yield will be less than the coupon rate. When you compute the yield to maturity on this bond, you will find the same relationship as with the, the current yield, namely when the bond trades at a discount, that is less than par, the yield to maturity will be greater than the coupon rate, and when the bond trades at a premium, the yield to maturity will be less than the coupon rate. But a little more interesting is the relationship between yield to maturity and the current yield. When the bond trades at a discount, 
the yield to maturity will actually be greater than the current yield. And that's because the yield to maturity will incorporate the fact that between today's price and maturity, you're going to get some price appreciation. The current yield does not incorporate that price appreciation. So for discount bonds, you will always find yield to maturity is greater than current yield, and both are greater than the coupon rate. When the bond trades at a premium, the relationship flips around. When the bond trades at a premium, the coupon rate is the highest rate, then the current yield is lower, and the yield to maturity is the lowest of the three. And the reason is, when the bond trades at a premium, that is more than par, if you buy the bond at today's price and hold it to maturity, you have a built-in guaranteed price loss on the bond. And the yield to maturity will incorporate that loss in the value of the bond as part of the yield. The current yield does not. And so that's why for premium bonds, the yield to maturity is the lowest of the three. Now, we, we saw, we've seen that uh, most bonds are callable. That is, the issuing entity has the right to buy back the bond at a pre-established price. Why would issuers make bonds callable? Well, the most common scenario is uh, that interest rates have fallen. Most of the time, bond issuers will set the coupon rate equal to what is, in effect, the current market interest rate for bonds of that riskiness. Because when they do that, that allows them to sell the bond at par. And mo many investors, when they buy newly issued bonds, are more comfortable paying par and in terms of later taxation, it makes life simpler for all parties if the bond is issued at par. So when bonds are issued, normally they're issued at par. The coupon rate reflects the current market interest rate, and the coupon rate is set for the life of the bond. Now, if interest rates subsequently fall, then the bond will start trading at a premium, and the company will start think saying to itself, gee, uh, we could issue a new set of bonds today with a substantially lower coupon rate and save ourselves uh, a lot of money in interest payments. <clears throat> and uh, at, at some point, the, uh, the, rate at the, the coupon rate that the company would have to pay on the newly issued bond falls sufficiently low that the company decides that they can pay the call premium and still save enough money over the life of the old bond issue to make it worth their while to reissue the bonds. Now, if you think this is somewhat predatory by <clears throat> the bond issuer against the bond investor, just remember, homeowners do this all the time. When we go through a period where mortgage rates are falling, homeowners will regularly look at if they were to refinance their mortgage at a lower rate, 
is the differential in the monthly interest payment enough to compensate them for the cost of refinancing and given how much longer they expect to live in the home. So all borrowers uh, like to have the, the opportunity to call in their debt and normally it's done to refinance with lower debt. Sometimes <clears throat> there is a different motivation to the call and that is uh, particularly in the case of mortgage bonds, companies may have property pledged as collateral on a bond and for some reason they would like to sell the property or otherwise get out from the terms of the indenture. Well, you can't just notify your bond investors that you're changing the terms of the indenture or you're selling the collateral. Think of a homeowner who were, was to notify the bank and say, I'm selling the house but I'm not going to pay off my mortgage yet. You know, the, the lender, the bank, would not be very excited about that. So it's the same thing. If the company wants to get out from the in terms of the indenture, sell the property, pledges, collateral, or whatever, the only way to do it would be to call in the bonds. Okay, if a bond is potentially uh, going to be called, then the investor in the bond has to think about what we refer to as the yield to call. And the equation for the yield to call looks a lot like the equation for the yield to maturity and the equation for pricing a bond, but here there is a slight difference. And that is, uh, instead of using the par value, as the ending value, you have to use call price. And instead of using the maturity of the bond as your number of time periods, you have to use uh, the number of time periods until you expect the bond to be called. So the yield to call is the discount rate that makes the present value of the coupon payments between now and the call date plus the present value of the call price equal to the price of the bond today. So in our uh, ABC example, uh, in this equation we would say $950, the price of the bond today, is equal to the present value of the three annual coupon payments between now and when we uh, expect the bond to be called. Uh, in three years, so it's the present value of three payments of $40 a year plus the present value of the call price of $1,040 in three years. And so the yield to the call is the discount rate that makes this equation true. So when you're entering your keystrokes, you would do it uh, the exact same keystrokes as when you were solving for yield to maturity, except now you have to remember to adjust the number of time periods to the number of periods until the bond is called and the call, use the call price instead of the par value of the bond. Otherwise, uh, it's exactly the same calculation. Okay, let's consider a practice problem. The coupon payment is $40 per year, par value is $1,000. Maturity is six years, 
The bond is callable in three years at a price of $1,040, and the current price is $950. And the three choices are 4%, 4.98%, and 7.15%. So our keystrokes are shift, clear all, then we enter 3 for the number of time periods, so 3 and n. The price is 950, so that would be 950 plus minus PV. Then you enter $40 as payment, 1,040 as the future value, and then you hit the I slash YR key. You'll see the word running in the window, and then you should see the answer of 7.15%. Okay, let's consider a couple problems. First, what is the price of a bond that has a current yield of 6% and an annual coupon payment of $50? Well, because we're given the current yield uh, here, we have to use the formula for the current yield, which says that Current yield is equal to coupon divided by price. So in this particular problem, we are given the current yield is 6%. So we have 0.06 equal to $50 divided by the price of the bond. And so to solve this, you have to multiply through by price and divide through by 0.06 and when you do that you get that the price is equal to $50 divided by 0.06 which is equal to $833.33. Our second problem is what is the yield to call of a $1,000 par value bond that trades at $1,100, pays $120 in annual interest, and is callable in five years at a call price of $1,050? So, our keystrokes would be as follows. Shift, clear all. Five for the number of time periods. Next, we want to uh, enter the current price of the bond. And remember that you have to make that a negative number, so 1,100 plus minus PV. Then we enter the annual coupon payment. So that would be $120 PMT. And finally, for the future value, remember, enter the call price not the par value. 
So that's 1,050 FV. And now we're ready to solve for the yield to call. So you hit the uh, I slash YR key, and you will get the answer of 10.17%.